Sound of Freedom debuted on the 4th of July, 2023, after five years of opposition, concerned itself with the $150 billion human trafficking and pedophilia crisis. Interviews with like Jim Caviezel and Alex Jones, and they're talking about topics like this. Do you think that hurts the movie's success? Where do you think this began? We could think about 9-11 when they did the Patriot Act. So one through 10, what would you rate this movie? Hi, I'm Fred Satilli. And I'm Shane Schildmeyer. And Shane and I have just seen the movie, The Sound of Freedom, and we're here to talk about it. Shane, what did you say? My first impression of this movie was, it's gonna be very, very intense. And um, after having seen it, it was pretty intense. When you speak about the intensity like that, just the clips that we watched, I forgot how, what a strain it was on me to even watch through the movies, two and a half hours long, mm -hmm. and it, it never stops. Mm -hmm. you're, you're bombarded, bombarded, bombarded with these horrible scenes and these terrible situations, and it's exponential. Not, not only do we have these kids who've been captured and need to have rescue, but you had a government that wasn't compliant. They said, you know, you rescued enough kids, we don't really have a budget, just come home, you did a great job. You did, you, you, some people don't do as well as you in their whole career. You've got nothing to prove. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a crisis in itself. Yes. Like that guy is a problem, mm -hmm. you know? But um, before, to, to answer your question, I knew the movie was coming. Mm -hmm. And I, I have a lot of experience with this, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I knew it was gonna be horrifying. And I, I was steeled for it. I, I went in there as a stoic. I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna learn the information, I'm gonna see what they present, I'm gonna be objective, mm -hmm. but there was no way I could be prepared for the volume, the intensity. When Mira Sorvino says, oh, the government's, they're out? Yeah. Quit your job, go save those kids. You know, mm -hmm. those little things, there's a million of them, every scene. I mean, it's a, it, I don't know if it was an editor's paradise or an editor's mm -hmm. nightmare making this movie because yeah. every little snippet is a message, a message, a message, a message. Mm -hmm. And it's after two and a half hours, I don't see how you could leave that movie and not want to take another person to that movie mm -hmm. or talk about Be that Be supportive movie. of the message, yeah. You know, I was eager to have this conversation mm -hmm. and we're not even gonna do it justice. You have to go to the movie. Had you have heard of the movie because you know, it was shelved by a Disney, um, I believe since 2018, it's been finished. Um, had you heard of the movie before this? You know, before I had, Angel Studios had purchased it. I, I had, and for some reason, I be, I was dismissive. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Well, it must not be that good." Or, mm -hmm. you know, who makes a movie like that? And, mm -hmm. you know, why isn't it being shown like in private theaters mm -hmm. or here or there? Mm -hmm. And that just goes to show you the government complicity. Mm -hmm. You know that they're able to shut down everybody and everything. Yep. And there are people. Look, Epstein's Island. Members of the British Crown went there. Mm -hmm. The Hollywood elites went there. Mm -hmm. The government went there, right? Bill Clinton. The Clintons, yep. They captured this guy. They have vast videotaping of all this stuff. Not one person has been brought to task. No, yeah. Not one. What does that tell you? What does that, they're protecting an untold volume of people doing unthinkable things. And I realized, oh my God, I love Sound of Freedom. It really is an amazing film. And this girl in the movie, who was 
God hear their cries. All tears are not wet. All tears are not wet. The sound of freedom. Mommy, daddy, where are you? Yeah, so this is a, a, a very serious topic, a very serious issue that's growing. Um, why, why do you think so many people are saying this movie is for right-wing right conspiracy theorists, theorists and QAnon members? You know, I, I hate this question. <laughs> I, I really do because I don't like trashing people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for your karma mm -hmm. to, to point out flaws in people or mm -hmm. anything like that. But there is a vast minority in America of people who just will not acknowledge the truth. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, gasoline was $3, now it's $5. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me the economy is better. Mm -hmm. These people coming over the border, they're not nice, innocent people just looking for a better life with a decent job in America so that they can live just like me. Not at all, not at all. They're being brought over by a cartel of criminals who are making a fortune doing it, and we are not only allowing it, we're supporting it. Glamour shots of Miss Cartagena don't count. She has the girl. And I say the girl's in Russia. Prove me wrong. It's over, Tim. Close up. Get on the plane and, uh, and come back home. I'm an old man. You're a young man. Okay? I, I've watched the country degenerate far more than you. Okay. you you're 30 years old. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you, you went to school, you went mm -hmm. to college, and you, so you're a product of that, which scares me right off the bat <laughs> because a lot of indoctrination is done there. Yes. But I, I wonder, when you see a problem like this, mm -hmm. where do you think this began? Um, you know, we could think about 9-11 when they did the Patriot Act, and that was uh, one of the earliest invasions of our rights and our privacies that I could think of. Um, but then I could think about like when I was going to college, I was going to Cal State LA, and um, we were supposed to have Ben Shapiro come and do a, a speech at our school. And back then, I didn't really know who Ben Shapiro was. I just, you know, I heard people say, oh, he's crazy, he's extreme right wing, uh, he's super religious, blah, 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 blah. I didn't care too much, to be honest. Um, I was like, yeah, he probably is. Um, so my school, uh, they, they protested him. They didn't let him come speak. They ended up shutting down his speech. He never came, he never got to talk to anyone. Even, and there were some students who wanted to go talk to him. At the time, I didn't think it was a big deal. And then we fa come fast forward a little bit more to uh, COVID and the lockdowns and how we were told to stay home and told you know we can't have uh, different opinions about what's going on. And we just had to trust the science and listen to what these people were telling us. Um, if I look at all those things now, I can see that we are going, everything is trajecting in a direction where um, if you don't have the right opinion, if you don't believe what we believe, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to question authority. Wouldn't you assume with all the technology that we have today, um, this tr trafficking would be less of a problem? 
You know there's a camera at every intersection, mm -hmm. and we have facial recognition software, right? Mm -hmm. And yet, why can't we find 85,000 children? Mm -hmm. Because we don't want to. Mm -hmm. If we wanted to find those kids, we'd have them by the weekend. Yeah. You know, round them up, we'd, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the truth is, is that the government does not want to address this. Mm -hmm. And I believe that they're being paid not to, and I believe that they're plenty happy to go along with this. And mm -hmm. it's the same thing with the drugs and guns. Mm -hmm. How this became a bigger industry than guns and drugs because to me, that's the real like Central American drugs and gun thing or something like that. I didn't even, you know, that's another thing about this movie that I, I wish had been done a little differently. And believe me, there's no criticism. This, this is two and a half hours of nonstop dynamite material. But the whole thing took place in Central and South America. Mm -hmm. So Americans watching this movie, it's kind of distant for them. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's like when they had the, the tsunami in Sri Lanka. You sort of couldn't even find that on a map. It was mm -hmm. east somewhere of India, yeah, and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of people. The water went over there, mm -hmm. and here's these kids in an impoverished neighborhood taken to another crazy hellhole. Yeah. You know, it, it's if they had had kids being pulled out of Midwestern United States and yeah. taken to San Francisco, there'd be the people would have the pitchforks, and they'd be storming the big mill right now. Yeah. But so they, you think you think if the movie had if it was based in, let's say, Los Angeles or the States, you think it would have had a different response? Even more impact. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, they made the movie. They, it was based on a true story of Tim yes, Ballard, yes. and he did this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's another thing that gave it tremendous impact. It's one thing to make a Dracula movie, mm -hmm. right? It's a horrible guy, but you know it's not real. Mm -hmm. But this, the fact that this is a portrayal of a real thing mm -hmm. and that Tim Ballard was a real hero and mm -hmm. Jim Caviezel did portray him very well and I'll tell you why I think that he portrayed him well because when you see these guys in interviews now they're damaged mm -hmm. they're, they're, they lived in a horrible horrible world and even Jim who didn't do this his portrayal of it th this is why you know they, they ask is, is there any faith based aspect of this mm -hmm. these men need grounding somewhere mm -hmm. they otherwise Mm -hmm. The world is the most horrible place and there's no redemption. Mm -hmm. So to be doing God's work, at least you have some amount of orientation, some amount of grounding, some amount of moral authority. Otherwise, I, I, I can hardly believe that they did it. A Tim Ballard, that he did this? Can you imagine going in the woods of <laughs> Columbia? All of a sudden, I'm hit by this tidal wave. Tsunami of darkness. And I know I'm the sadness in her eyes. Me. I'm the darkness. So, how would you define a faith based movie? And would you say that this is a faith based movie? Well, first of all, let me say this there is nothing wrong with a faith based mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. That's not a detracting thing. Mm -hmm. They can do that. Mm -hmm. they, can, they can make a movie any way they want. Now, mm -hmm. in, in our country, that's, there are millions and millions of people who have faith-based lives. Yes, so absolutely. I don't consider it a faith-based movie at all, mm -hmm. but to call these, to call everybody, but these children, they said these, these are children of God. Well, we, well, we all are, mm -hmm. right? So it's not, to me, there's no agenda there, mm -hmm. you know? And even if there were, it's a positive one, mm -hmm. you know? So if they want to call it that, 
I'm, I'm okay with them calling them that. I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. Some mm. people think it's, they want to dismiss it for that reason yeah. because they're agnostic or atheistic or whatever they may be, just mm. contrarians, you know. Mm. Oh, you believe in this? I don't. Yeah. You know, so, so uh, it's, it's a moot, it's kind of a moot issue. Okay. Really, yeah. if, you, if you want to enjoy the faith-based aspect of it and it means something to you, it should be included and it was. Mm -hmm. But they certainly didn't beat you over the head with yeah. it. No. I didn't think it was very preachy to me at all. You mm -hmm. know, there was a few lines that referenced God and it, I felt like it flowed with the story completely. It wasn't over the top or anything. And I give them credit mm -hmm. because Jim Caviezel in his own life, his dedication... Oh, yeah to his religion is so strong. Mm -hmm. His desire to inject that into the movie must have been omnipresent. Mm -hmm. But he did his job as an actor and he, yeah. he, whatever the director told him. So he was down there talking to their side of their government saying, do you understand when this film comes out? It's gonna shine a light on you. Sure, good job. This is the people's movie, God bless you. Absolutely, meanwhile. Uh... Thanks America. And right now you see the world changing. You're going to have to make a decision at some point. There's good, there's evil. You know, we, mm -hmm. we watched the movie, and I, I, just, I just hope that real action is taken. Mm -hmm. I would like to see real, I would like to see this acknowledged. Mm -hmm. And all my life, I've seen people like Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell has written decade after decade the solutions to our, our nation's problems. And yet you never see a guy go into Congress and go, wow, did you see this thing Thomas Sowell wrote? This is the, this is the, answer to our problem. Let's just all vote for this yeah. and make the whole country better. You know, so th the fact that problems are pointed out, solutions are brought forward, and they're not acted on just drives me nuts. Immigration has to be immediately completely halted. Okay. This will break the back of the cartel industry mm -hmm. because the money, the, the billions of dollars, the $150 billion, mm -hmm. the money that they're making is so huge that to even cut off any part of that would be a good first step. Mm -hmm. um, when you have interviews with like Jim Caviezel and Alex Jones and they're talking about topics like this, um, do you think that hurts the movie's um, success and makes it kind of a loony thing? Or do you think that broadens the, the audience? No, I think it doesn't affect it at all. Okay. The, the movie is so powerful on its own mm -hmm. that there, there's so much to take from it mm -hmm. that to focus on that and, and try to deny the movie because of that, mm -hmm. I don't think anybody could watch that movie and say, well, if Alex Jones has an issue, I'm out. Yeah. Of course, there are the contrarians. Mm -hmm. There are the people that no matter what happens, mm -hmm. they're, gonna not, they're not going to learn the lesson mm -hmm. or see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. you know. Stepping away from the message, what do you think of these crowdfunding type of opportunities does for the future of filmmaking? Obviously, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, because you have, then you have a society of people that are interested in the issue. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever the issue is, even if it's just a fun thing. Mm -hmm. And you can actually see the way society leans mm -hmm. by how much society supports these things. And do you think it takes power away from the, the studios? I, I, would, I would like that. Yeah. I like independent filmmaking. Mm -hmm. I, I like people to look. Look, the the film studio, the big film studios, they do a fantastic job. You can't make Avatar without like ten thousand mm -hmm. people yeah. working on it. They they make something, a product that's inconceivably complex and perfected. Yeah. You see these movies, you don't see a single flaw. Mm -hmm. But they won't make certain movies. 
flawed or unflawed. Mm -hmm. I would rather see a B movie or a C movie that is something that I would like to see expressed yeah. than a fantastic production of something that I really don't care about. Yeah. Now the Indiana Jones movie, I went to see that, okay. right? It came out at the same time. Mm -hmm. I saw it days later. It was absolutely fantastic. Oh, was it? I haven't seen it yet. The special effects were so good, it was it insane. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't care about the story at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? The Tim Ballard movie, Jim Caviezel, you know, the whole, that whole thing, Mira Serino. Mm -hmm. they, they had a lot less money. Mm -hmm. they, they made a flawless movie. The movie is just as flawless as the Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. But it, was, it had a value. It just wasn't mindless entertainment. And I love mindless entertainment. Yeah. And there's a place in my Time life. Time and a place for it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want it to be that that's all there is. Mm -hmm. You know, and I also don't want indoctrination. Mm -hmm. So Hollywood, they get an agenda, and then suddenly all the movies are yep. about yep. this, about this. And it, it may be that a minority of 5% of the people are interested in this, but mm -hmm. they bombard you with it, and they make it inescapable. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. So th they can do it. It's, we have capitalism. That's the movie. Yeah. I mean, they've, Hollywood has made movies that cost a lot of money and totally flopped because nobody wanted to see it. Sound of Freedom opens the week of July 4th. Every parent, every adult, and every teenager in America should be there to see it. If so one through ten, it. what would you rate this movie? Oh, it's, it's, it's got to be a ten. It couldn't, a ten be anything, it couldn't be anything but. It's a, a, an incredible portrayal of a true story with an immediately necessary moral message. What more do you want? Mm -hmm. You know? More explosions, maybe? Yeah, well, I could, <laughs> uh, that's kidding. Indiana Jones. They had nonstop explosions. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, you know going over this movie with me. Well, Shane, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you thank again. You.